Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, all right. The transfer window is shutting very soon, but our man Fabrizio Romano is here to discuss the latest, including Anthony and Manchester United, Barcelona's latest as the window shuts, Edison Cavani to Valencia. Uh, how about Artur Mella, Kurzawa to Fulham, Jonathan David stuck at Lille or not? Plenty to discuss. Fabrizio Romano, LME, Que Golazo begins right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Que Golazo. Thank you so much for being part of the family. LME here. Apologies for the sound if you are somewhere. I'm, a, I'm, in, a, I'm in a hotel lobby, Fabrizio Romano. I've been moving around. I'm back in New York City. I know this feeling. Yes. I think you know exactly what this feels like to do this yes. stuff in a hotel. But uh, anyway, Fab, how are you, my friend? Good to see you. All good. All good. All good. Thank you. Always with two eyes on my phone because many messages are coming, but all good. All good. Keep your eyes on your phone. You don't even need to look at me. I'd rather have the intel, <laughs> Fabrizio Romano. All right, let's let's keep going, everybody. And by the way, this is a live episode, so welcome. Please send in your questions, and our producer, Des Norris, will do his very best to uh, tell me what they are, and Fab can hopefully answer them. Fabrizio, let's begin straight away. The window is shutting. Teams are looking, of course, to finalize things uh, before the window shuts, because after that, you got to wait all the way till January, and there's a World Cup in between as well. Let's begin with Manchester United, Fabrizio Romano. Anthony uh, reported 100 million, 100 million, once again, a Manchester, Manchester club with that number again, but this time it's United. What's the latest on the Brazilian winger and Ajax's reluctancy to let him go and Manchester United pouncing in? Yes, final is done. Final is done. We can say that everything is completed. Yesterday night, full agreement between Manchester United and Ajax after a really tough negotiation. Eh? But really, really tough because Ajax on Wednesday, on Thursday last week, had no intention to negotiate with Man United, had no intention to accept 80 and then 90 million euros bids. So it was really complicated. But then at the end, the player decided to state uh, he, in public his intention to go, his intention to follow his dreams. And this is how, by the end, uh, Ajax decided to approve the deal, to discuss with Man United and to reach an agreement on 100 million euros, an historical deal for Eredivisie because the most played player in the history of the league. Uh, he will be uh, in Manchester in the next hours to complete everything. So it's done. Anthony can be considered new Manchester United player, just waiting for the contracts to be signed. But everything is, is completed. So it's obviously uh, a great uh, new journey for the Brazilian, but Ajax uh, reluctantly didn't want to let him go. Uh, Alfred Schroeder, uh, the manager, obviously talking about sometimes money dictates things. And if a player wants to go and a club uh, you know, offers a certain amount, uh, then it happens. But what, what's going to happen with Ajax? Because they have their own ambitions. Of course, they're a Champions League team as well. Who is going to be Anthony's replacement? 
They have to decide. They have many options. They tried uh, last week for uh, Akim Ziyech from Chelsea, but then they had a meeting on Wednesday afternoon last week with Chelsea, and Chelsea accept, no, didn't accept to do a loan deal with buy option. They want a permanent deal or a loan deal with obligation. So this is why Ziyech is not an easy one. Let's see if Ajax will return on this one or not. Uh, there are other options on the market, like Lucas Ocampos from Sevilla could be one of the names. So they are exploring some possibilities. Uh, they have a meeting today while we're speaking uh, to decide which one is the best option and then to jump into it. Maybe they can also sign a new goalkeeper uh, with the money of Anthony, with uh, Blachodimos from Benfica as a concrete option. So Ajax will be on it. Ajax will sign new players uh, and Ajax will, of course, replace Anthony. They tried to keep the player, but... You know, uh, when when a player like Anthony says, I don't want to train anymore, to play for Ajax anymore. What else can you, you do? You have to sell. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. If his heart's not in the club and he wants to go somewhere else, there's nothing the club can do. Uh, what about, um, let's just pivot back to Manchester United because they've still got a few things to deal with. Uh, most notably, Cristiano Ronaldo, their biggest uh, arguably their biggest name. What's the latest with him? Because obviously this entire summer, well, m- most of it, he's wanted to leave Manchester United for Champions League football. What's the latest with Portuguese star? Yes, I think uh, I'm, I'm sorry with, uh, with football fans that I'm repeating the same since uh, June or July, but uh, it's always the same. Jorge Mendes is trying to get a move. But it's always complicated because it's difficult to find a club at the level of Cristiano Ronaldo with few days left in the window uh, and uh, and reach an agreement. For example, Jorge Mendes was trying with Napoli, yes, but it's always been complicated because the only way with Napoli was for Man United to sign Ozyman on permanent deal for 100 million euros and to loan Cristiano out to Napoli uh, by paying more than 50% of his salary. So something really, really difficult to accept for Man United. So this is why all these Man United, uh, all these, sorry, uh, Jorge Mendes attempts to find a solution for Cristiano were never so easy. So let's see what happens. We know that Mendes can do something magic sometimes, as it happened last summer with, uh, with May United move uh, in 24 hours that was completed. But now, it, now it's, it's still something on standby. Jorge Mendes is working on it, but it's not something close to being completed as of now. And you never know in these things, uh, the last second something can happen. So just keep your eyes on Cristiano Ronaldo and his immediate future. Uh, What about Anthony Martial, by the way, because obviously he's beginning to look a little bit better now, fully healthy. Is there an extension in the cards for Martial? Not now, I think. It's something that they maybe can discuss later uh, this year, like September, October, November, when they will prove the relationship between Eric Ten Hag and and Anthony Martial. For sure, the beginning of the season has been very good for him, part of the last injury, but the pre-season especially was was very good. So the feeling is, 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 is very positive, but they will wait a bit before deciding on on new contract for Martial. So they are not uh, they are not in a rush. It's something that they can discuss later on player and the United side. Manchester United got a win this weekend, but it wasn't a pretty one. And it's clear that they still have some offensive issues. I'm thinking that you know with the news, and I think we'll talk about it in a second of Edison Cavani going to another club. They need a striker. I believe we do have a question. Uh, from one of our viewers. Thank you so much for tuning in. But it's regarding a striker. AB says, Man United, new striker situation. I mean, AB, can you ask it a bit nicer? This is like a headline. What is this? But anyway, he has a point, Fabrizio Romano. What's the latest with a striker? Well, the moment the priority was Anthony and the second priority will be the new second goalkeeper, Dubravka. There is a negotiation with Newcastle to get it done maybe today, tomorrow. So, Honestly, I'm not sure that they will sign a new striker. It depends on Cristiano, because, of course, if Cristiano leaves the last minute, they will go for a new striker. 
But at the moment, they have Cristiano, they have Martial, they have many players in offensive positions with Anthony coming in. So this is why it depends on the opportunity. For example, uh, last week they asked about the situation of Obama Young, but the player is now still focusing on Chelsea move. Uh, and then uh, discussing about strikers, Memphis Depay was one of the names they had in the list. But today morning I was checking and I'm told that there is nothing advanced. There is not a negotiation on the salary uh, or with Barcelona. Uh, it's one of the names that they approached, but nothing else. So at the moment, the situation is, is still quiet. Then maybe after completing the deal for Anthony, they will decide to do something. But as of now, I don't see any imminent move of Man United or a new striker. Maybe it could depend on Christian. Yeah, I think Manchester United fans need to remember who their manager is, Eric Ten Hag, who uses uh, attackers in a very fluid motion, of course. And now with Anthony coming in, of course... You know, they can do a lot. Marcus Rashford on one side, etc. So I think that's a, a good way to do it. By the way, uh, speaking of Aubameyang, this is a perfect uh, segue here because uh, not sadly for Aubameyang or his family himself, but some real uh, horrible news here, how he was attacked, uh, uh, armed robbery situation on Sunday night at his home in Barcelona. I'm not sure. Uh, apparently he's okay, but, uh, you know, it, it's still very scary indeed. And I wonder how much that has to do you know, with him, perhaps Fabrizio personally thinking this is not the right city for me. What's the latest with Aubameyang uh, and his situation at Barcelona? And obviously the most important thing, we're glad that he's okay and his family as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. No, honestly, uh, I don't want to lie. I don't know how Aubameyang is reacting to this this horrible news because in this moment, of course, Aubameyang is, is with his family and is clarifying everything that happened uh, during during the night. And so we have to to see how he will react. But I can guarantee 100% that till yesterday night, Aubameyang was really happy in Barcelona. He's always been really happy in Barcelona. He's not desperate to leave the club. Aubameyang has an agreement with Chelsea on personal terms. It's not a problem between Aubameyang and Chelsea. The agreement was reached two weeks ago, meeting in London, everything okay. So the problem is not Aubameyang. The problem is between the two clubs, between Barca and Chelsea. They have no agreement on the fee because Chelsea know that Barca are looking for money and so they want... To, to sell Obama Young at the right conditions. But at the same point, Barca know that Chelsea want Obama Young as priority. He's the priority for Thomas Tuchel. And Xavi is still hoping for Obama Young to stay because he really likes the player. So this is why it's kind of strategy game, this deal, and could go maybe to, to tomorrow or maybe Wednesday. It's not something that could be completed today. I'm told that there will be a new meeting in the next hours. Let's see if it will be today, tomorrow, but there is a new meeting scheduled to decide on this deal. But it's still on for Obama Young to Chelsea. So... Let's see. But the player is not an issue. The issue is between the two clubs. Okay. The issue is between the clubs. But as far as we know, Aubameyang to Chelsea personally can be a situation. Chelsea being a club in London. And London is where Frankie the Young is right now. Uh, apparently, Fabrizio is uh, for Van der Beek's wedding. Obviously, they're good friends from uh, their Ajax's days. Uh, you know. But what, what's the latest with Frankie the Young? I presume it's got nothing to do from a professional standpoint. Wanted says FDJ in London, even though it's for vacation. But do you guys think anything can happen between him and Chelsea? I think that's the most important question there, Fab. Can anything happen with the Young and Chelsea before the end of the window? He's there for vacation, 100%. Frankie is still on the same point. He wants to stay at Barcelona. So at the moment, nothing going on. But as I always say, if Frankie will change his mind... Chelsea will be ready. May United will try again. Chelsea also last week were calling and asking about Frankie because they are desperate for Frankie. So Chelsea and May United is not just May United. But uh, at the moment, it makes no sense to Frankie because he wants to stay. He wants to stay at Barca. And so as of now, no changes. The only way to change Frankie's story is for him to say, OK, I want to leave Barca. But as of now, the expectation also of those close to Frankie is for Frankie to continue at Barcelona. 
who goes to London? I, I grew up in London, okay? It's my, it's my city, but who goes there for a vacation, man? Go to the Canary Islands, Frankie the Young. My God, I believe the wedding's there. But anyway, let's stay with Chelsea. Fofana, Chelsea, set, done. Yes, is uh, is done. Fofana is done. Is uh, is completed. Is seventy five million pounds deal. So everything is is completed. I see people worried about the medical. No, he didn't fail any medical. It's simple. That Todd Bowley just wanted to to send him to New York. He's in New York today, the player to undergo the medical, the second part of the medical there because he had a serious injury a few months ago, and so he wants to make sure that the player is fit. But there are no problems. It's just a check in the in the United States. I thought Bolly wanted to make sure. Okay, I'm spending seventy five million pounds on a player. I want to make sure that everything is fine. But he has not failed any any medical elsewhere. So at the moment there is no issue. Let's see what will happen. But as of now, everything under control, and Chelsea more than happy with with Wesley for fun. You missed the last part of that uh, comment there, Fabrizio. You're his favorite journalist. Uh, so thank you uh, ah, so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I didn't see. His name was Chelsea. So I don't know if that means Chelsea Football Club says that Fabrizio Romano is uh, his favorite. <laughs> Very quick on Anthony Gordon. What's going on there? Yes, Anthony Gordon is, is still a complicated deal. It's still a complicated deal because uh, Everton wants more than 50 million pounds and they don't. They want to include some players like Broy or Gallagher, but Chelsea don't want to include these players in the deal. So at the moment, it's still something uh, not close to being completed. Let's see in the next days, but as of now, still at the same stage. All righty. So that is Chelsea. Very quick then. I mentioned the Uruguayan earlier, Fabrizio. Edinson Cavani finally gets his move to La Liga. Fantastic stuff. What's the latest there? Done deal. Cavani is in Valencia. Uh, he will sign the contract later today after the medical two-year contract. Real Sociedad and Villarreal also wanted him. He was close to Boca Juniors. It was three weeks ago. Then he decided to say, no, thanks. He was really close. Eh? They were scheduling the medical and everything. They were really excited. But Cavani decided to say, I want to continue in Europe. I want to stay in Europe in La Liga, try an experience in La Liga. And so he will be new Valencia player. Is a done deal. So we're just waiting for the official statement. He will be at Mestalla tonight to be presented as new Valencia player. And so congrats to Valencia, to Gattuso, because I mean, getting some Cavani is always something exciting. Wow. It's just great to see uh, El Matador here. Before we take a break, I missed one Chelsea question. There's a lot of questions about this one. I presume I know the answer, Fabrizio, but Wilfred Saha and Crystal Palace are a marriage made in heaven right now. Fantastic stuff. But Chelsea reportedly a very keen BABSS. True Zaha coming to Chelsea, Fab, or any other attackers? Let's just focus on Wilfred Zaha here, Fab. What's the latest there? One of many players discussed internally, one of many players discussed by Chelsea, but at the moment it's not something something close to being completed. For Chelsea, the focus is on Obama Young as of now. Then if Obama Young will collapse, let's see if they decide to go for Zaha maybe in the last hours of the window. But yesterday and today, Zaha was not and is not a deal close to being completed. So it's not even a negotiation with Crystal Palace as of now. It's just discussion with his agents and nothing else. Yeah, there's no way I see this happening. He's way too valuable for Palace, uh, at, at least in this moment with Patrick Vieira. Though Wilfred Zaha is on his last year of the contract, though, Fab, so I wonder if Palace could be swayed by that situation. I'm wondering... Vieira at this point says he's so happy with Zaha, Zaha is so happy, so I'm imagining he's staying put. But being in this last yeah, year of his contract could be an issue. Yeah, I think there are, there are good chances for him to stay, honestly. Uh, and they want him to stay. Then, unless they receive a crazy bid on deadline day, at the moment the situation is, is like this. Uh, let's see what Chelsea will decide. But as of now, they're focusing on keeping Zaha. Then they will see about the contract. So as of now, still nothing, nothing imminent or, or close. 
All right. Well, there you have it. We're going to take a very quick break, everybody. When we come back, we will talk more about another Brazilian, Artur Melo, who's been quiet in the last few seasons. How about Fulham? Are they going to be doing any business? And a certain Canadian striker, please, is he staying or is he leaving? What is the latest? Fabrizio Romano in the house, LME here. Que golazo, your live episode. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, everybody. Don't forget. Can I give you a breaking news? Give me breaking Just news arrived. right now. Let's go. Just arrived this moment. Uh, Sasa Kalajic to Wolves from <gasps> wow. Stuttgart. It's done. 18 million euros plus add-ons. The player will be in England later tonight. And so, done deal. New signing for Wolverhampton, Sasa Kalajic. Very good striker. Sorry um, to interrupt you, but... Fab, are you kidding? This is what you're here to do, (laughs) to interrupt. I love it. So that means that Wolves now uh, has another addition up front to help Raul Jimenez. Of course, we know about Nunes in the midfield. This is fantastic business from Wolves and Stuttgart. How much was the fee for again? 18 million euros plus add-ons. It will be at the end around 25 million uh, euros uh, in total, but it's done. I love it. Well done, Wolves. Indeed, another striker in the cards. I love it when you break some news, Fabrizio Romano. <laughs> let's let's break some more news that everybody should know, by the way. Serie A exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Of course, make sure to catch all the action on CBS Sports and Paramount+. Plus. And Fab, of course, is part of that team. All the information right there on your screen. Make sure that you check out Italy's top soccer league at Paramount+. Plus and CBS Sports. All right, Fabrizio, let's keep going. Oh, no, I'm sorry. By the way, Paramount Plus, because it's the only way to stream every minute. See, I told you, listen, everybody, it's Monday morning. I haven't even had my coffee yet. All right. So leave me alone. But if you want a free one month trial by going to ParamountPlus.com, just go there, ParamountPlus.com forward slash Italy, and you will get uh, a free one month trial. Just click the try it free button and use promo code Italy for instant access to the best Italian club football available across all your devices. ParamountPlus.com forward slash Italy and start streaming today. All right, Fabrizio Romano, let's keep going. Artur Mello, what's going on here? He's a friend of the show, by the way. A great guy, uh, but his career is a little quiet these days. What's going on? He wants to leave. He needs to leave because Juventus are not trusting him, so he's not part of the project. Uh, Juventus are open to letting him go, but let's see, because at the moment there are no bids. There are no negotiations ongoing. But it could be a surprise move in the final hours or days of the window. So let's keep an eye on Artur Melo. They are exploring for some possibilities. Uh, he was close to joining Valencia, then it collapsed because of the salary discussions between Juventus and, uh, and Valencia. It was a long, a long deal. And now he's available on the market. So let's see. He's 100% fit. It's not true that the player is injured. He's, he's fit. He's ready to make his move in the final days of the window. But as of now, still nothing imminent. Maybe MLS could be in the cards for somebody like Artur Melo. You never know. Hopefully something will happen. All right, let's keep moving here. Fabrizio Romano, Fulham. You know what? They've been showing a lot of fight at the beginning of this Premier League season, only losing uh, narrowly to Arsenal this past weekend. Obviously, you know, back the cottagers, back in the Premier League is a big thing. What's the latest for them? Uh, Kurosawa, I'm hearing to Fulham, maybe. 
Yes, it's, uh, it's the most imminent potential, most imminent deal, because they are discussing with Paris Saint-Germain. They submitted a proposal during the weekend for a permanent transfer of Kurzawa. The player is keen on the move. I'm told that Marco Silva is a big fan. He would love to sign Kurzawa, but let's see if Paris Saint-Germain will agree on the fee. So there are negotiations ongoing today too, and uh, waiting for, for PSG to decide. PSG are on many things, so this is why the process is always low. Many outgoings, uh, many potential incomings, so they are working on many, many deals at the same time. But Kurzawa for sure is a serious possibility for, uh, for Fulham. This is not great news uh, for USMNT fans and Anthony Robinson, I guess, unless there's a competition there going on. Is Anthony Robinson on the verge of maybe leaving or is it just, you know, just Fulham trying to strengthen their squad? I think there will be some competition. Some experience is also needed in the team and Kurzawa has a lot of experience. So this is why they want some of these kind of players. But I think it's just competition. All right, well, sticking with this uh, CONCACAF-centric, let's talk about a great striker here, Jonathan David, uh, from Lille. We've been hearing, it's, I'm, I'm still very surprised that he's there, to be perfectly honest. What's the latest then? What's going on? Me too, me too. I'm, I'm super surprised, uh, honestly, uh, because uh, I, I rate him highly, as you mentioned. He's a fantastic striker, great talent, with many clubs looking for strikers. I'm surprised. But I see him staying. I see him staying because at the moment there are no negotiations with Lille uh, and with two, three days left, uh, maybe someone will change his mind. But they had many months to think about Jonathan David as priority target. Uh, for example, he was in Arsenal list in January, but then Gabriel Jesus was the absolute priority in the summer. And we can understand. But let's see. At the moment, I don't see him leaving. I think he will have a chance to leave maybe after the World Cup. The World Cup will be a huge opportunity for him to show also again on international stage how good he is and then leave Lille. But as of now, no negotiations ongoing. Let's see if what's, it will change. What's the possible fee for somebody like him? Because I think 35, 40 million euros. That's, potential that's an excellent, excellent value. Somebody yeah, needs to get on him. And I'm kind of talking to Villa right now. All right. Let's, uh, on the subject of Arsenal, by the way, uh, I know this is uh, the never-ending question, but Yuri Tillemans, uh, what's going on there? On Yuri Tillemans, it's always the same story. Uh, also, Yuri Tillemans is always in the list of Arsenal, always an important part of the list of Arsenal, but still no agreement with Leicester because Arsenal don't want to pay £35 million pounds or maybe 40 for a player who's out of contract next summer that you can sign for free in January looking for next season. And so... This is why at the moment there is still nothing advanced between clubs. But Yuri Tillemans is one to watch till the end of the market because a midfielder like him available on the market at that price, I would always sign him in my team. So for me, it's kind of the same discussion we had for, for, uh, for Jonathan David. I would sign him immediately. But at the moment with Arsenal, it's still in standby. Yeah, another great midfielder in the Premier League. By the way, this is I'm just throwing this one to you out of left heel just because I'm, I'm seeing something here from Sky Sports News, just, you know, uh, the Graham Potter press conference. And he said, you know, regarding Moises Caicedo, saying how he doesn't want to lose Moises Caicedo, Graham Potter. He, it sounded a little bit defeatist. Do we see Moises Caicedo leaving Brighton before the end of the window? Depends. If they receive a really important bid, uh, yes. But at the moment, they want to keep him. They want to keep him. We know how, they, how tough they are in negotiations, as we saw with, the, with Kukureya also this summer. So at the moment, the situation with Caicedo is, is pretty clear. They want a really important bid or nothing. But I'm not sure that they will let him go. Yeah. So at the moment, the situation is still... He was in the list of May United. Eh? He was in the list of May United before I mean, signing Casemiro. Let's remember, he was on the list of Man United a long time ago. Man United passed on Moises Caicedo and, yes. uh, you know, and Br Brighton uh, read the benefits. All right, we have the obligatory Aston Villa question. I'm not even going to get 
into what's going on in the pitch, all right? So everybody just leave me alone. I've already said my part. Let's just talk about the business. David Tomeski, thank you. Any Aston Villa news? Are they interested in signing a center midfielder? Who's their center back of choice? And do they have confidence in Gerard? That's a loaded question from David Fab. What do you think? Yes, Bad Norek could be the option as centre-back. Uh, let's see how it will develop. Also, the allo from Paris Saint-Germain is another option they explored in the last, uh, in the last few days. And uh, discussing about the midfielder, it depends on the opportunities. So uh, we will see what, what will happen in the final days, but it depends on the opportunities. I think yes, honestly. And on Gerard, yes, absolutely. But, you know, it was not an easy beginning of the season, also because of the injury of Diego Carlos was a huge shock. You signed one of the best centre-backs in Europe and then he's injured. So you can understand also they're having some some issues, some problems, but yes, they have confidence in him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, at least for now, David. Yes, don't don't worry. Uh, we can go on Twitter in a minute and, and just, you know, burn hell, Villa fans, all very upset right now. Let's, uh, let's wrap things up here, Fabrizio Romano, by the way. Oh, we do have a question here about, oh no, well, that already happened. Well, no, Joseph Stanisic leaving Bayern. No, at the moment, uh, it's something that we have to follow in the final days. At the moment, I have nothing on this one. Okay, how about Serginio Dest? Uh, obviously, USMNT fans interested in that one. Yes, another, another interesting one till the end, eh? till the deadline day, because Barcelona want him out. Uh, Xavi is not trusting him as part of the project. They're trying to find a solution, but Serginio Dest wants to stay. So, or top club proposal, or he wants to stay. And so, at the moment, it's still, it's still something not, not progressing. But we have to keep an eye on Serginio till the end of the, of the window, because Barca will try to find a solution for Serginio Dest till the final day. Fab, I think this is the last time we're talking before the end of the window. <laughs> so, I wanted to first thank you for all the great work that you continue to do before, Thanks, during, and after. Uh, make sure to follow him on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. But I wanted to uh, also ask you, Fab, is there anything else? Not perhaps that, you know, I always ask you, is there anything that we should be looking at? But really, before the window, do you expect something crazy to happen? You know, we've talked about Ronaldo possibly leaving Manchester United. Maybe an Italian club goes somewhere. I'm hearing Napoli and maybe a swap with Victor Osman. I mean, that would be ridiculous. But do you, before the end of the window, are you just are you prepared for everything or do you think it's business as usual? No, no, I think there are, there are so many important clubs in the market. Uh, Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United, Barcelona. So things can happen. Important things can happen. At the moment, they're still studying these possibilities. But I think important things can happen. Let's see which ones, because at the moment, honestly, I don't know. But uh, you mentioned Ronaldo. It's, having Ronaldo on the market in the final three days of the window means that crazy things can happen. But as of now, it's not something close or advanced. So let's wait a bit. But I'm confident to have a very nice end of the window with many, many top clubs on the market. Well, let's not forget that a massive one, Anthony to Manchester United, led this episode agreement in principle with a 100 million euro fee Per Fabrizio Romano Fab, thank you so much for everything, brother. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Drink lots of water, drink your coffee, but make <laughs> sure that you eat, my friend. We need you alive. But uh, thank you so much, brother. Thank you, my friend, as always. Thank you. And thank you to all the guys for sending the questions. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for being part of the family. Uh, help us get 25,000 subscribers. We've got plenty more to come this week. And the Champions League returns as well, by the way. So stay tuned for that. But thank you for listening. Take a minute to leave us a rating and review on your favorite pod platform. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to your podcast. We're also available a video. Subscribe to us on YouTube and visit YouTube. Fabrizio Romano, LME. Have a fantastic beginning to your week. Be kind to each other. See you next time. Till then, bye-bye. 
Hello everyone, it's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Beats.